not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time <laughs> to press play. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge. I'm I'm here, but I'm here at Lakeland, and I'm, I'm, I look solo, but I got my man John on the stream. John, how you doing? Doing well, Amon. What's going on, man? Man, not much. Just uh, getting back into esports here at Lakeland University. We got our spring season starting up, so uh, getting busy with that stuff. So welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. And uh, here on the show, if you're the first time on this show, this is where we talk about fun topics that is out there in esports, in video games, from uh, the trendy things, the big things that we're going to talk about. Um, then we have a little segment called What is on Stream? So things that we're watching and all the fun streaming apps that are out there is from Disney Plus to peacock to netflix to hulu the old school uh now old school apps that are playing a lot of good movies and tv shows and then we have a fun game we talk about game releases as well as well all the new video games that's coming out this week in the world and then a fun game we wrap up the stream with a fun game that we call i say it's more of a conversation game to find out more about the people you know around you uh, called this or that so you tuned into that so i hope everybody is doing good so what uh what you been up to john uh, you know, um, not much. I've been watching a, a, a show that we'll get to later, bit uh, a little bit later uh, of mm-hmm. what's on stream. But you know, um, I, I had a question that I thought you might be able to answer. Okay. All right. So, and it, it has to do with playing a game on console versus PC. And I'm oh. hearing you tell me if this is right or not. Ooh. Is playing a game, I guess it probably depends, but is playing a game, Call of Duty, Rocket League, whatever you want to put out there, is it easier to play on a PC than it is to use a controller like for your PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo Switch? Right, right. Uh, It depends. I say for somebody if like myself, it was a, it's a hard learn because going from just using the controller in your hand to – Having the, the having the memorize the WSD, which is with the buttons you hit for your movement and your you know side to side movement and looking up and down left and right, uh, you got to use the WSD for that. And then the, the space bar. So this your fingertips more than just your whole fingers, you know, and your whole hand holding a controller to get you in and out of the map that you're on. So 
like for me, it's a little, it's a, it's a, it's a tough learning curve, but for most, they adapt well, what very well. Like my, some of my players here in the fall, we played Valorant, which was only on mouse and keyboard. And so a lot of them were controller players and they adjusted to put, compete in the, the Valorant league. They didn't like mm-hmm. it because gotcha. they don't like losing a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> right, but they but they were able to at towards the end of the season finish up strong. They won three games, they lost three games, and they had a tie. So, um, to be mainly controller players, they I say they did really good. Okay, so I, but it does vary, and there's a learning curve basically. Yeah, definitely a learning curve. And yeah. uh, for the for spring season, like I mentioned, we're doing Call of Duty, we're doing Madden 21, Overwatch, mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Siege. FIFA 21, Rocket League, Fortnite, and uh, League of Legends. Going into some interesting topics, fun topics, and continue to keep the chains moving. I found a great article uh, from our uh, good friends with Kutako, and they did a little fun thing, John. Really, they actually did it for the second half of the 2020 year. It was uh, their list of game changers, um, people in the gaming industry that basically from – you know, diversity, accessibility, charity, mental health, progressive politics, uniting and communities. So these individuals, they 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 found uh, stories of a hundred different individuals and organizations. So I wanted to point out one of the um, one of the first people I found on the list was uh, Renee Abbas. She's an entrepreneur um, from Lebanon, and from her young child, I say from when she was younger, um, she developed a foundation. Um, that she was 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 her first company, and it was against the backdrop of the bombings and chaos that followed her in her country during the Lebanon War back in 2006. So she was quoted in the article saying that uh, she was stuck on the road. So describing a moment where she actually experienced, you know, a, a life-threatening moment. So she was stuck on the road between fires and people uh, beating each other because the leaders of the country had told them to do this. So she recalls that. Uh, from that experience, inspired their creation of a game called Duma, a, a, serati- a, I say a satirical fighting game that pitted Lebanon politicians against each other. And so it was a, you know, it was a reaction to the change of her reality, you know, to show young people as uh, she continues to talk about that experience. It says millions played the game and from all over the world. And because the success, we decided to, then she decided to create her own production studio called Wixel Studios. So with Wixel Studios, um, that company was able to then develop um, programs for young kids in Lebanon that were interested in gaming, that wanted to pursue it, but they were also special programs. Obviously, they help kids teach them STEM um, programs, and there was only over 1,300 students that were participating in that. And then the thing that she was most proud of uh, with Wixel Studios and then another company she helped uh, found and start was Specta Tech, and that the the kids with different difficulties like autism, like ADHD, like dyslexia, um, kids that was having difficulty reading and writing in school could now get the hands-on, I say, teaching and development uh, uh, programs for them to get into uh, their own, to develop their own video games and have their own motivation to finish these games out and then inspire another generation of uh, gamers and, or or I say coders that want to develop games. I think it's really interesting, Amon, um, that you, you're, you're trying through video games, right? To, to try to explain something that's happening in the real world. 
you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's to, to teach the future generations. And I think that's really, that's really interesting, an interesting approach that I haven't really thought of before. So you're, you're creating this satirical, uh, video game, if I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, um, you're just, you're, you're trying to do that to, to kind of inspire the next generation. It's, it's interesting to, to see some, that, that kind of approach, I guess. Yeah. And you, and you see that approach because as we know, obviously with 2020, would it be yeah. in our uh, rear window now? Um, things was more, you know, it was less inclusive prior to 2020, but 2020 was the time basically the stage for everybody saying, Hey, stop this. This needs to change. We need, we need, we need to have more inclusion. We need, we need to have more, um, all the lines taken away so everybody can do things together, you know, and it can't be, you know, you know, segregated be termed so racist and sexist and things like that. So keeping things where everybody has an equal opportunity. And that's where I believe Renee Abbas has her uh, motivation of developing these companies in Lebanon. That's something that's been going on. That's going on now, which is great for the kids there and for her and, and the people working with her out there to continue to, you know, build this program. Because obviously, as we know, everywhere in the world, not just here in the United States, you know, kids of, I say different ethnicities doesn't do sometimes don't get the um, opportunities to develop programs that they find interest in because of financial issues or like in Lebanon war issues going on where not, you know, not that they can't have computers or can't have access to it, that they didn't have the actual building to have it because obviously of the war going on out there in Lebanon from 2006, that motivated uh, Renee to get her her, uh, ideas going you know in this in in that uh in that world uh moving on to some uh, interesting fun i say record breaking uh streamer here if i'm saying his name correctly is spanish streamer the jefe he so he destroyed uh the twitch viewer record so something that we mentioned before on here john and uh, talking about ninja and drake when they you know broke all the concurrent uh viewers when they streamed uh, probably like five years ago Mm -hmm. they were playing Fortnite together and they probably had 2.1 i think it was 2.1 million concurrent uh viewers at one you know obviously at one time that's what that means and so my man jefe he came in and what i you know and it just obliterated that and he brought in around 2.5 million viewers at one time watching him play Fortnite because Fortnite gave him his own skin so his own costume in the game character and so he played that actually I tuned in a little bit today and watched him play a little bit he is really good and and uh speaking you know you know speaking Spanish and I know a little bit um where I understand some of it when you but when he's talking you know fast like most people do when they know it real well they talk they speak it fast I it kind of loses me but it's just uh to me, I, I look at this as wow, because I know how hard it is. We know how hard it is because we're streaming and we're trying to get things going and to have a you know somebody able to do this and be good at the game and then influence. So basically do their job being an influencer um, for himself and for whatever companies that uh, that support him with partnerships and sponsorship. I, uh, I tip my hat to uh, Hefe if I'm saying this name correctly john yeah so it's a spanish streamer like you're saying and what i th- a couple of things i find really cool about this story is um the way that something like this can snowball right so it, mm-hmm. you know as far as people hearing about it in real time 
So his viewer count skyrocketed. First past 1 million concurrent viewers, then 2 million, all the way up to 2.4. And it's because, right, people are, are are hearing about this thing that is going on in real time, and then they just get keep jumping on. So I think that's pretty cool. And then the other thing about it is just the the foreign language. Like we, obviously, I, I don't know how you think about it, but I just think about I, I speak English. That's what I'm going to uh, you right. know check out. That's the content I'm going to consume but according to kataku four of the top 10 twitch streamers of 2020 in terms of hours watched were international streamers so we're talking at 40 percent of the top twitch streamers last year were international primarily speaking spanish right and and that was like if you look at also so much a stat a friend of mine that i follow on twitter she goes by the name of zoom girl and she pointed out that the top languages in the world i say more i say top in terms of popular languages spoken in the world is uh between spanish and uh chinese right. spoken language so you would think you know that with that being right there and you saw his viewership like i tuned in his viewership today he was over 196,000 just today and that was within the hour that was probably right before we got going trying to set up our stream so that just shows you you know the type of uh, influence that he has. And so I'm going to watch him more just to see what else he does because he plays other games like Fortnite, like Minecraft. And then a game that was brought on, I say brought, I say brought up in popularity by Spanish streamers or Spanish speaking streamers is a game that goes by the name of Rust, R-U-S-T. And uh, so I'm going to check him out when he plays that game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely put him on my list because I'm always doing that. I'm always every now and then jumping on Twitch just to see who's on people that I'm already following and subbing to. I check them out, see what they're up to, you know, basically check in on them and I might drop a line or I might just, I might just ghost and watch, you know, where I'm just watching and not chatting, you know, saying nothing, not saying hello, but just to see, you know, what they're doing, you know, how, what their stick is and what makes them a good streamer. Because as you know, it's a talent and you are, and it's work too, all at the same time to, to make sure you know what you're doing, what you're talking about, and obviously playing a good game um, at the same time. Something that we haven't, I say for all of us in terms of you, me and Ben, we haven't all done yet live. We will soon though. And that's going to be, that's going to be a special episode. Hey, did you see this one, Amon? Did you see this story? That Lucasfilms, Lucasfilm Games is uh, putting out a new Star Wars title, an yeah, open, uh, like, kind of like an open. What's it called? Open world. Yep, open world. That means you could do almost anything you want to do in the uh, the galaxy far, far away. I saw some people online on Twitter freaking out about this, and I think this is this is awesome because this. I mean, Star Wars needs that type of open world gameplay, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, when you could create your and be your own jedi and i'm pretty sure from the ground up you could build your lightsaber that's Dude, hey that's my that's that's that's, that's cool. the in that's the game changer for me right there build your own lightsaber develop your own jedi uh tricks and powers only in the game you know i wish i had them i wish i think everybody does that watch star wars wish they had the jedi mind trick um and where you could tell people what to do <laughs> Yeah, I think this is going to be cool. This is going to be so cool. How popular is this game going to be when it comes out? Uh, it's going to be super popular because I was just talking with some of my kids. I brought up the fact that they're working on uh, uh, Old Republic too. They might remaster Jedi uh, 
Star Wars Old Republic, which was a popular game back on the Xbox 360, early PlayStation 2, and early and PC games, and they lost their minds then. And I'm like, y'all had to be in diapers <laughs> <laughs> then. And but they played it, you know, as they grew up. And so yeah, this is this is gonna be a big game to follow. I think any Star Wars game, Fallen Order, Squadrons that came out during the holidays, before the holidays, was a popular game. And I've been seeing a lot of uh, streamers play it as well. So it's been. Um, I think it's going to be just as popular and, you know, as, and it's Lucas films, you know, it's star Wars It's when George Lucas does everything he's done over the last millennia, almost half a millennia, he's done it. He's done it right. He has good people working on it. The best in the industry, always working on something. If it's gaming, if it's movies, if it's TV shows, we know that the, the top of the line crew uh, will be on that and bringing us a good, uh, a good fun product there. So did you see this? Some quick hits. So real quick that we get moving on, Sean. So Katy Perry is going to team up with Pokemon. Okay. And, and I didn't, you know, I, we, you know, me and me, you, John, we're definitely past. We didn't grow up in the Pokemon age, but we're like here, you know, reveling in it. Cause we got kids that are into it. Like I do, I got 20 something kid, 20 something year old kids that I know that one is my stepson and he is a, a fanatic with Pokemon doing the Pokemon catch uh, Pokemon app, catching his Pokemon. So, Katy Perry is getting in the game with the Pokemon company um, to uh, be a part of the year long celebration of P25 with uh, Universal Music Group. So the artist will produce music of some sort, as they mentioned in an article. So this is going to be starting now here in January and continue all the way through the whole year of her um, working along terms of from a music side of it. I'm, ass- I'm assuming when you're playing a game, you're going to have her lyrics, voice intertwined with you catching a Pikachu or a Zar, it was a Zar Zar. I think that was one. I might've said his name wrong. You know what? <laughs> I think this is perfect because Katy Perry's just kind of weird, right? Just kind of, <laughs> you know, weird in a fun way, you know, at the yeah, Super Bowl, yeah. you know, she had, remember those sharks at the Super Bowl or whatever she was yeah. dancing with. And she came out on a big old, like, like a Trojan horse or something. Right? Yeah. She's kind of silly. Like, She's kind of silly. So I think, fun. I think it's going to work well for Katy Perry. What else is going yeah. on? What's another quick hitter you got? So another fun one, quick hit. So this one's for adult P. This is a rated R um, clip. So for all the streamers in here and anybody listening into the podcast, just know that it's a it is an age requirement to this. So this was from the game, and I remember this scene. It was a scene from Grand Theft Auto uh, Five, where uh, you have your character Franklin. He's one of the uh, guys that's part of the group that's robbing the banks in the game, and so. Just like any game out there, there's a lot of memes out there or, or the react, reenactment of scenes in the in the game because they have movie cutscenes in the video game. So I don't know if you got a chance to look at the video or if you're looking at it now, John, but check it out. It's nice entertainment. Like I said, 18 and up, okay. but it's uh, they recreated. So they have voice actors, Lamar roasting Franklin scene. And so it's just him them conversating about, you know, what job they're going to do. And, you know, he don't want to go to work right now. And and the other guy gets on him because he's being being lazy and doesn't want, you know, nobody, no girl likes him. He says, and I'm, I'm being, I'm putting it out. I'm saying it G rating right now, but right. he was, you know, throwing in a lot of his own, I say, I say accident decord words to describe why no woman is hollering, is talking to him right now and why he need to keep his butt in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you can, it's on YouTube. Um, check it out. It is a fun, entertaining video that you can, uh, if you are a Grand Theft Auto fan and played it uh, any in any of the Grand Theft Auto, you enjoy this and definitely be like, oh, I like this. This, this is something entertaining. 
What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. If I could be you, and you could be me, for just one hour, if you could find a way to get inside each other's mind, walk a mile in my shoes, walk a mile in my shoes, walk a mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out, and for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Row, row, row your boat gently up the... Ah, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for What's On Stream. All right, so we got Marvel doing their thing. They have a lot of stuff coming out, as everybody knows. And now they're getting to the small screen, the TV screen, the stream app. And so in Disney+, Plus, they're re-releasing... Or not re-releasing, they're releasing WandaVision in a few days here. So Friday... This week, it's going to be WandaVision. So, you know, Scarlet Witch and Vision became an item during uh, Affinity War and in-game uh, movies. And we know we lost Vision because obviously Vision is the Vision is the one of the stones. So he got once he got ripped out of his head, then we know how that went down. But now I say in between that time, the in-between time between, I believe, Infinity War and Endgame, there was a obviously we know a multiverse out there. So this multiverse TV show we'll called WandaVision blends the style of classic sitcoms. So from the 80s and the 90s sitcoms like Family Matters or Cosby Show kind of mixed. That's, you know, that background setting was always the same background, John, mm-hmm. but a different but a different TV show. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Those are the stairs from Facts of Life. And this is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What's going on? So um, so which in the MC universe in which Wanda um, um, mix off and vision to superpowered beings living their lives I, in the ideal suburbs lives begin to suspect that everything is not as what it seems of course because they could see little things out of sorts and different characters popping in out of their neighborhood so check it out it is on disney plus starting this friday wandavision oh i can't wait uh, for this i saw the preview for this wandavision and mm-hmm. you immediately watch it you're like what is going on here? This looks awesome. And, and and it got me really excited for Disney Plus in the future because they can take The Mandalorian. They can do WandaVision. They got Marvel. They've got Star Wars. They've got all these different little spin-off series that they can create that are going to be so cool. So WandaVision looks awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Can't wait. Yeah, game changer. Game changer. What about yourself? All right. So I tried to watch Tenet. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So Tenet is a secret. <laughs> hey, you said tried. You said tried to watch. Tenet. 
Well, I, I watch. I, I got through it. So here, a secret agent is given a single word as his weapon and sent to prevent the onset of World War III. He must travel right. through time and bend the laws of nature in order to be successful in his mission. Have you seen this? Yes. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Do you have yeah, any idea? Washington. Do you have any idea what the hell happened? Yes, but I don't want to spoil it for a lot of people. That you got to watch it. It Dude. is. It, I say it involves. We're in live action movie, not no comic book world, where they're even tapping on the same thing as Marvel Universe and DC Universe, also in the comic books, where there is a multiverse. There's multiple dimensions and timelines of living out there. That's what I will say without spoiling the movie. Oh, dude, I, I have to, <laughs> I, I, it was, it was like 11 o'clock when the movie got done last night. And I said, I'm, I got to go to bed. Cause I'm, I'm going to spend an hour trying to read about what the movie was about. And I just spent two and a half hours watching the movie. I, I liked it. I thought I yeah. understood parts of it, but man, is that a confusing movie? You, yeah. That, <laughs> you can't get up and go to the bathroom no, or look away. No. You can't look at your phone. no, no, I had to put the phone down. I said, okay, what? And just to grasp, put, I can't even put, you know what it's like? It's like trying to do an aerial in Rocket League. My brain just can't figure it out. And that's yeah. what I feel like with this movie. I agree with you. I agree with you. So Pooch, thanks for the sub here. It's been 14 months in a row. Appreciate it, man. And we got some of the usual suspects last week, uh, John. We had Justin. We had the sedated monkey in the house. And uh, my man Fire Eagle, which he shouldn't be. But he wants me to play GTA. Jim Fire Eagle is a, is a young buck right now, sitting sitting in virtual school. So that's why he's able to join us on stream. But good kid, he's won a lot on uh, when I've done giveaways. And Justin Rob Doyle, he says, pretty sure she's building the world inside her head. So talking about uh, Wanda and WandaVision or Scarlet Witch and WandaVision. Okay, is uh she's that they're man they're imagining this because of what the the multiverse from uh, time travel that was created when they were trying to go and find an affinity zones to uh, try to beat nanos in the, um, in in game. So that's where just my man, Justin dropped that line for us there. So next on the list is game releases, John. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. So for me, a game that I did play and I'm excited about, they're basically kind of remastering, which we see in this now because there's new gen uh, consoles coming out and obviously PCs are beefing up the graphics card. So we got Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So the game is re-releasing this month. So here in a day or two, I believe tomorrow, January 14th, it came out years ago in 2010. It was a two, you know, two Two deep, two dimensional, two D arcade style, just a beat 'em up button masher game. One of them fun games, John, where you just hit the buttons, don't have to think about it, just just tap tap away. Oh, so the yeah. the complete edition, because you know it's a if you don't know, uh, John, this is a comic book series, then turned into a movie, that then turned into a video game. So that's where that was the the journey of Scott Pilgrim into uh, all the consoles and video game and TV and pop culture. So it is out. Tomorrow, it's a fun, so like 16-bit, eight game, looks like an old school, like a Double Dragon, if you remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the mid-90s, early, late 80s or mid-90s, uh, Double, it looks kind of like that, and it's the the characters, you, you, once you see the graphics, you look it up real quick, you, yeah. you're going to be like, oh yeah, this is something I could really get into enjoy, and makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside, if you know what I mean. So check it out. Scott Pilgrim, the complete collection, is uh, on, I believe it's on Xbox, PlayStation, 
um, and PC. So PlayStation 4, Xbox, and, and PC, and Switch and Stadia as well. So it's out tomorrow, January 14th. John? Yeah, the graphics look fun. Kind of a little retro. I like that. Very fun. All right, exactly. So I, I Googled this one, and I went with it because it seems so different. It's called Sunlight. It's out for the P, or for on PC, and okay. So traverse a harmonious hand painted forest in this first person hike. The trees guide you with gentle whispers as mm. you explore a philosophical story. And just kind of watching the trailer, it was just it. It seemed like a game you put on when you just want to chill. <laughs> Right. It's like, yeah. forget it. Even in the, in the, in the, uh, in the trailer, there's a voice guiding you like, forget about everything that's been going on and just come on a walk and you just go outside. It's called sunlight. And I've never seen anything like this, <laughs> a philosophical hike in the forest in a hand painted forest. So I thought, you know what? I'd be down for taking a hike in a hand painted forest. And I thought it was kind of interesting. I never heard of something like that. It sounds like almost like the the read like you're reading something about like Zelda, like Legend of Zelda, that type because that's how uh, Breath of the if I always mess this up, Breath of Breath of the Wild was the last game, and it was similar to what just you reading it. Yeah, that's how my mind, that's where my mind went. I'm like, oh, I'm out in the forest, I'm seeing butterflies and flowers and little fairies flying around and all this fun stuff. I wish I could that's play. Sunlight. I wish I could play some of the trailer. I don't know if we're allowed to online so i'm not going probably to, not Listen, yeah but yeah we'll get shut we don't we don't want to get shut down yeah but so it's just the, <laughs> the trailers just it seems like some sort of meditation hike and a painting i don't know it's weird but it's it's it was it's pretty pretty cool gotcha gotcha sounds great it's on uh, i believe was it pc yeah it's on pc john mm-hmm. yep and we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
All right, check out Sunlight, everyone. So let's uh, finish up with this or that. This or that. All right, Amon, this or that. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Mm. I say quick answer would be Harry Potter. I just like the uh, idea of being a magician and a wizard and all the little magic that goes along with it and the fun little creatures that help you out. Like uh, I believe it was Dobie was his assistant somewhat or uh, a character that he took. He took care of once we got he got the he got over to Hogwarts. So I'm going to go Harry Potter there. What about yourself? Uh, I'm going to go Harry Potter. I'm going to be honest with you all. And I know this isn't a very popular opinion. Uh, I haven't gotten that into Harry Potter. Every Everyone. This is one of those things where I haven't really gotten into, um, what was the HBO show? Game of Thrones. Yes. Yep. I don't know, man. There's something about dragons and magic that I just don't get into. That's just me. Mm. I don't medieval know. Medieval stuff. You know, is it the medieval time thing or what? I is don't it? know what it is, but I'm going to go with Harry Potter here just because Lord of the Rings too, man. That That is a... That is a long movie series and even longer True. books too, right? So very long books. Yeah, I will. I will one day read those books, but no time soon. Yeah, Harry Potter. Everybody tells me Harry Potter is the best, so I'm yeah. gonna go with what everybody says. The popular pick there, Harry Potter. All right, I'm on. Yep. This or that, laptop or tablet? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna have to go laptop. I like the keyboard side of it. I know some of the tablets now do have keyboards with it or keyboards on the screen but i like the actual feel of the keyboard because obviously you can type a lot faster so laptop for that reason for me you know what i i i'm gonna go with tablet and here's why i find myself using my ipad way more than i do our laptop the ipad it's just it's more convenient it's you know it's it's i don't know i feel like i can just you know you can take it into into bed with you and watch a TV show before bed or whatever. And you don't have to have this laptop with the keyboard getting in the way and everything like that. I don't know. I think tablet's where it's at. Okay. Tablet, no problem. And the iPad's right, so, slick. so slick. So <laughs> slick. Yeah, yes, different things popping up. Um, all right. Uh, is this Fortnite or PUBG? Yep. Fortnite. So Fortnite is obviously, well, you kind of, I, yeah. I, I believe you know Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So PUBG is similar to, on the difference between PUBG which is player on ground, unknown battlegrounds. That's what it's, it's actually an acronym. And so the difference between PUBG and Fortnite is that PUBG, there's no building. You don't have to build the house or the building. You just have your guns. You do loot. You find the weaponry. But the buildings, everything is already there. So you don't have to build nothing to protect yourself. So there's no building. It's just shooting and trying to win the game. So I say for that point, for me, I'm more of a PUBG player okay. because I'm not a fantastic builder. Like I've seen some of my, uh, like my, my, I have a young great nephew who is awesome at it. And I've seen other players play it, like my players here in the facility. How they do that and shoot all that at the same time is still amazing to me. So PUBG for me. Yeah, I'm going to go Fortnite, even though what you said just applies to, to that. You know, it's the ability to control and all the things, all the buttons you have to push. Exactly. I'm telling you, man, it's different. It is so different with this younger generation. They know exactly how to do that. And it's amazing. It's an amazing skill that, Amon, exactly. you and I grew up with A and B. A and B, Tonka toys. Yeah. <laughs> you talk, you want to talk about building stuff. We use Tonka. Yeah. We 
ran over and had mud and dirt everywhere. That's what we did. So my man Justin Rob Doyle says, okay, he goes from Apex to Warzone to Fortnite to PUBG. I think it's greater than. So Apex is a little bit better than Warzone. Warzone better better than Fortnite and then PUBG for him. And then my man Fire Eagle, being a kid himself, of course, says Fortnite. All right, John, next item, please. Tough skin or sensitive? You get some thick skin, some tough skin, or are you sensitive? I am a tough skin guy. I, I think you I've been like be. this as a kid. Yeah. Two older brothers were rougher me up all the time. My my sister was, you know, as well. <laughs> so I, that's how the, that's where I developed. That's where it started developing. Then obviously, once I got playing sports, I had to be tough skin to uh, be on that football field or or that baseball diamond. I think I'm going to go sensitive because, and what you say makes perfect sense. Former NFL player, you have to be thick skinned. You have to be, have that tough skin, right? So, right. yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't really be as successful as you were without that. I don't think so. Yeah, it's on and off the field though. Like on the field is the, I think oh. it's the easiest. Okay. It's off the field dealing with the reporters and the yeah. media is the worst. That's where you really got to be tough skinned. Yeah. So that's a good point. Um, all right. Well, I'd rather go on a cruise or a road trip. Ooh, I haven't done a road trip in a while. I've done cruise. I did a cruise a year ago when it was a Packer cruise, Packer fan cruise, which was fun. Um, I'll say just because I haven't done one in a while, road trip. Because I actually like long drives. I don't mind 20 plus hour drives. Ooh. Get to see the, um, you know, the countryside, all the stuff that you usually don't see being in, in a state. You always see the big city and then you're in the airport and you're on the highway. This all metal and still around you. But every now and then get out there and see the countryside. I think it's fun. It's relaxing. Kind of like that sunlight game. That yes, you talked about earlier. exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to go with road trip. Uh, I've been on some road trips before with my wife. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to, to just get in a car and, uh, you know, either you fly to a different part of the country and you rent a car or you drive to a different part of the country and you drive back. It's it's fun. You got map out a little place you want to stop at. You know, you pack a lunch and you just get going. You listen to some music. It's fun. It's uh, yep. road trips are awesome, man. Uh, two more, Amon. Two more on this or that. Snapchat or TikTok? Um, I say for useful sake, like something that I actually use is Snapchat because hmm. it's been out longer. Um, but I do enjoy watching. I found myself on a long on a on a Saturday or Sunday when I have much going on. Um, sitting there and watch a ton of t- TikTok videos that are hilarious at the time, especially the ones where that the owner of the dog is voice overing when the dog has done something naughty. You know, when <laughs> yeah, the dog yeah. has ripped up a pair of shoes or, you know, ate something it shouldn't have, shouldn't have did or did something to describing it. And the owner is doing an automated voiceover of the dog voice. It's hilarious. Check them out. It's on TikTok. That is funny. Uh, now, okay, so I don't have either of these apps. I, I keep busy enough with Instagram and Twitter. But Instagram, when you just do the videos on Instagram, there's a lot of TikTok mm-hmm. videos that just get moved over to Instagram, basically. Uh, so right. I'm going to go with TikTok because you can, like you said, you can spend a long time just looking at videos. Hours. Just, uh, oh, I spent at least an hour, at least two hours, uh, a couple weekends ago, watching TikTok videos of these dogs and other people dance. That's where, and then the, this is where all the dance moves or new dance moves are coming from too. Is TikTok? So you, so John, you could get hip. Yes. You know, again, go to TikTok, get the latest dance move, practice it for like thirty minutes a day, then you'll be cool again, just like me. I mean, <laughs> could be, we both could be cool together again. I don't know if that's gonna work. <laughs> um, and finally. Uh, on this or that, Amon. Okay, am I saying this correct? 
Is it uh, matcha green tea? You nailed it. Matcha green tea ice cream or black sesame ice cream? I don't so, even know what's happening right now. What is that? So I did my homework. You know, I got to come up with some different items on this, this or that. So this is a uh, Asian delicacy when, you know, it's ice creams. So they have a black and it's actually the black sesame ice cream. I looked it up. It's actually black ice cream. And which obviously you don't see, you see chocolate, yeah. Um, but you don't see actually like black ice cream. Cause obviously it just looks, looks weird, but they have it black sesame ice cream, but I've had the matcha green tea ice cream before. And so that's where I'm going to go. I haven't had the black sesame, so I couldn't tell you the flavor, but I'm saying just seeing pictures of it. That is interesting to see that. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go with the matcha green tea. I'm going to choose. I'm looking at pictures online of both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering what it, I, I don't know what black sesame tastes like, you know? So I, I could have an idea of what I think the tea things can taste like. That'd be an right. interesting try of ice cream, I guess, but Man, there is no limit of the uh, flavors of ice cream out there. Yeah, it's interesting to see the black. I mean, to actually see the pictures of the black sesame, that is very interesting. So, so uh, everyone, thank you for joining in the Pac- Mind Greens Gamers Lounge podcast this day. So come back next week. We'll have a new this or that. We'll have new topics to talk about, game releases. You can chat with me, John, and my man, Ben. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snap at Amon Green or Amon Green 30, all one word. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And then also my Twitch channel, Amon Green TV, which will soon be Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. So that's coming at you soon. So, John, let them know where they can uh, download the podcast and follow us on social media. Yeah, so the social stuff, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Find us on Facebook, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. And then, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, especially the iHeart Radio podcast, and then if you're on Apple, go give us a review. Go give us a review. Go give us some stars and a little comment there. That would be much appreciated. We'd uh, really like that. So there you go. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah. do that, please. And again, thank you for joining in the Amon Green Gamers Lounge. Catch you next week. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL. And I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. (laughs) Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.